0: From the NLRPD to KTHV
1: to behind the microphone, it's Scott Romine with Guatney Unplugged. Talk about a brother from another mother. Today, we're gonna to talk with Randy Jennings. He is founder of the Arnold Fans, the number one website for fans of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's celebrating its 25th anniversary. It was launched back in 97. The ArnoldFans.com has become the world's number one news source for Arnold Schwarzenegger's fans. Welcome to Watney Unplugged, Randy Jennings. So great to have you, Randy.
0: Why? Thank you so much, Scott. It's uh, fantastic to be here again.
1: I wish we like uh, lived in the same neighborhood or something. We'd have too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, you know, some stogies who so we'd be like chatting all night. Oh, sure. be it would be awesome. What now? Where did you grow up? I
0: grew up uh Santa Clara. I was born in Los Angeles, but only was there for a couple of years. But then I grew up in Santa Clara, for Santa Clara, California, most of my life. Uh was there up through, I don't know, like age 30. And then um, came down to Sacramento, home of the Arnold Capitol building. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> like, when Arnold was governor, that's when we decided to move to California, I mean, to, uh, Sacramento, it really had nothing to do with the fact that he was, you know, governor of Sac. It was just that we were looking for a move. And, uh, the only two other friends that we knew lived in Sacramento too. We're like, well, we don't really know too many people out here. And, uh, and we know it's like, you know, very affordable pricing. So let's just go. And, uh, it just happened to be like, now we're like 20 minutes away from Arnold in the Capitol. So there was a lot of, you know, opportunities to see him there and do like the annual Christmas tree lighting out in front of the Capitol, which is always great. There's a lot of star power involved with everything he did.
1: I mean, so he you you run his nice. fan clubs. He, he must pick you out of the crowd or, or know you.
0: Uh, yeah. In fact, um, just the last time I saw him, I would say probably the last 10 years you know he comes up to me and uh it's great Let, let's say there's like a line of press or a, a you know a line of uh, people that he's greeting and he's like hi hi how are you hi randy <laughs> hi how are you you know <laughs> and he actually knows my name now and uh, it's, it's been a long time you know for the first 15 years or so he he knew me as just like the face of the Arnold fans sure and and over time yeah he's actually gotten to know myself and uh yeah we haven't um, quite gotten to the level where i get the annual christmas card but still it's fantastic that he recognizes me and he invites me and my staff you know to like special uh movie screenings or you know red carpet Hollywood premieres and he really looks after us and, and uh, takes care of his fans for sure.
1: I'm so jealous or, or what the kids say, <laughs> jelly. I mean, cause that to me, that's right. the pinnacle to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I've seen him in person once when he toured all of the uh, capitals, state capitals, about the, the children's mm. fitness stuff. Yes. And I got to go over and uh, see him that day and got an autograph. But, uh, you know, I've never spoken to the guy. I mean, tell me the first time you got exposed to him as a kid. What's the first movie?
0: I grew up watching horrible movies. And it all kick-started with Coda and the Barbarian. Oh, yeah. You know, I used to tell people I was like 11 years old when I first snuck into my first rated R movie, which was Conan. But I think I may have been 10 years old, really young and just like on my own. Uh, no one with me. I just like walked into this movie theater, had some time to kill. Theater was packed in the <laughs> 80s and I just like sat down third row in this one empty seat that was calling my name, sat down and I missed the first couple minutes. It was during the uh, the village raid of Conan, and uh, it's just so, such a powerful scene. Like that, that music is going like brutal, you know, beheadings, and yes. I'm like, wow, in a movie, right? This is incredible. Oh, Nothing so... like I've ever seen because this is like my, my first decapitations, you know, and <laughs> some boobies <laughs> and everything. This is amazing. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you know, this person is pushing a wheel, the wheel of pain, and guy looks up and it's and it's Arnold. I had no idea who he was, but I was uh, you know, I was uh, raised without a father figure in my life, and that was like the ultimate man. Like, dude, look at this dude he with all these muscles and everything. Oh, yeah. That's someone to look up to as like a, a male role model. And I just started like instantly, you know, just watching all of his films ever since then, getting way into it. Just like be such a macho dude and kicking ass and with his guns and violence and one liners. Like, how could you not love that?
1: Oh, it was just great. It could never even be replicated today. It was just so good. Do you think that first Conan is, is still his strongest film? I see
0: it is my personal favorite movie, but it could just be because, you know, that's the movie. That started it all with me, uh, a certain time period for me, opened my eyes, and uh, it just reminds me of my childhood. And I, I don't know. Like It's a very artistic film, for sure, and very well made. Um, but, you know, a lot of people do put that in their top five. People say Predator, Terminator, Terminator 2, Total Recall are way up there. Um but yeah, nothing, nothing could ever top Conan for me.
1: Commando is my favorite, but I oh, realize right. that if I'm talking best, I think it's probably somewhere between Predator, Conan, and the first Terminator.
0: Right. And maybe because that's our age too, right? Because we're probably we're getting little older dudes and we uh Yeah, so like, what is the kid? What are the kids? What's their favorite Arnold (laughs) movie? Is it King All the Way or Yeah? I don't know. All damage, you know, something. up. my
1: my kids, it's Commando or Terminator. But you know, I raised them on Arnold. Tell me the story. At some point in time, you go and track him down at his house. Tell me the stalker story.
0: (laughs) The infamous stalker story. (laughs) That was so. It was weird because, um, so I was in high school. I was eighteen, senior, and we were all talking about Arnold at this uh, art table. This uh, we had this group of fellow Arnold fans, and we're just talking about how how great he is, how godly he is, and like kind of you know put him on the pedestal. We're like, you know, one of these days we got to go out to L.A. go go track him down, see where he lives. And so uh, later on, graduated, and, and that summer. We headed on to uh, LA with the, the purpose of seeing him, and, and that is quite impossible, to, You know, right? Some like, you, you don't just say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to go to LA and see Arnold." <laughs> and so, <Exactly. laughs> but, but for some reason, you know, the, the stars aligned, and we made it work. But you know, we uh, got a map of the stars, found out where he lived, uh, drove to his place, and, and as we we drove down this dirt road where his mansion was. We looked down at his driveway and we saw a big muscular figure getting on a motorcycle. And we're like, no, that can't be, there's no way. that you know, <laughs> uh, sure enough. Um, we drove back out of the driveway because it was a private road. We weren't even supposed to be there. That's, that's stalker evidence number one, right? Sure. Um, and then so so he comes out and we we recognize that big jaw you know and he's and he, he's uh got a helmet on but he's got like these terminator glasses he's wearing a kindergarten cop jacket we're like whoa like this <laughs> <it's just> the <laughs> ultimate just for that that two seconds was incredible they were like we you know he drives away and 10 seconds later we're like that was rad. Then we saw Arnold. You know, like, <laughs>
1: that's awesome.
0: We're like, wait, why does it have to be the end? Go follow him. So we we took off and uh, we tracked him down. Uh, we saw him, you know, make this left turn and and then uh, you know he he's going quite fast on his motorcycle down this winding way. And so we we turned, but we weren't able to keep up, and we thought we had lost him. A couple minutes go by, you know, we're like, ah, well, it was still really cool and we're still kind of speeding down this road. Uh, next thing you know, we're coming up on a a stoplight and we were coming up really fast. We're almost like screeching to the stoplight. And right in front was Arnold on his bike and we're like, we may have almost hit Arnold. Oh. You know, we're coming so fast up on him. Like, what if?
1: Oh, we hit that Arnold, would have been bad. Which
0: was oh not not only that but like it would have pushed them into this um the highway the um pacific highway the <laughs> that goes along pca the, you know, the ocean yeah, right, there. right yeah right highway 1 yeah uh, yeah yeah highway 1 so that's right where we had uh, almost collided with hard <laughs> oh, so, gosh. yeah so that's how like the, the stalker thing kind of you know I understand, you know, what people say on Stock and Arnold after hearing that story, especially, you know, uh, um, luckily he took off because we probably would have been some like giddy, you know, like teenage girls running after him (laughs) trying to get his autograph or something.
1: Was there anything like that, Randy? I mean, that's very infant Internet days. Had Arnold had a fan club before you? Oh
0: man, we were up there, and the very first ones. I don't know who came first. I know there were about three Arnold websites at least at that time, fan sites. This is even before he had his own official fan club, uh, his own you know page, schwarzenegger.com mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which came a couple of years after the Arnold fan website. And um, but I think. Most of those sites were all people that I have known over the years and actually brought those webmasters and, uh, you know, founders of those sites onto the Arnold fans. so the early, you know, sites like uh, the com, or uh, there was something.
1: There was a a commandofans.com for a while.
0: I'm sure you would know.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah
0: but there's a European uh, site and we, we brought on that person onto the art page too. So we kind of absorbed all those other, um, you know, fan clubs into one ultimate one. Yeah. I'll have to like figure out who ran that commando one. Maybe it's not too late to bring them.
1: Yeah. Up. There was such a thing <laughs> at one time. And then I think your Facebook has probably even eclipsed a lot of the web stuff. You're pretty active with social media and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We, um, so I run, I run Twitter and uh, another person, and myself. We do Facebook, and I have another friend, Thomas overseas. He does Instagram. Um, so we all have our own departments. <laughs> but uh, but but on top of that too, we all you know do our writing for news stories and on the main website as well.
1: That is fantastic. I want to ask you at some point in time. You get to go to Arnold's restaurant back in the day. Was was it Shotzi on Maine or something? Did you tell us that story?
0: Yeah, I love Shotzi. Shotzi was his own restaurant and not a lot of people know about that. They all think of the Arnold restaurant being, you know, part of Hollywood, which was, you know, part um uh oh uh, owner, I suppose, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um
1: with but, Bruce yeah, Willis Shanti. and Stallone and him were yeah. in the Planet Hollywood thing, yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh Shanti was his very own restaurant which which had uh Austrian meals, uh great, you know, personal dishes from uh, recipes from his mom and that kind of thing. And it had a great like Austrian charm about it. Very European, you know, the, with the brick and everything inside and I remember like of restrooms you can be, go inside there and as you're doing this whiz you you get this austrian like uh you, you can learn you know the language it's kind of, ah. got <laughs> it says it in english and then you can like here in austria so you can kind of learn it as you do your business which was very cool and i even had my uh <laughs> my bachelor party um you know i brought some friends over there for breakfast before you know we went out in the evening but uh, that was that was part of the whole day weren't you oh, there at one course, time wasn't first... arnold
1: there arnold was there right
0: yeah yeah i was gonna say that that's my very first time i ever met arnold was at his restaurant and that was probably like the third time that i i had gone to shotzi too so you know again i got i got pretty lucky and um unlike my earlier years when i was like 19 and kind of stockery, um <laughs> you know i i had a. Uh, become a little more professional over sure. over time. Sure. And, you know, especially now, that now that I'm like 51 years old, I'm like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't do that kind of stuff anymore, but, um, it was fantastic seeing him for sure. And he was dressed almost like Jack Slater. Oh, it was like, cool. It so it, it, it was about that year, you know, the film came out and I think he had like a brown leather jacket. He's got, he's got his, uh, his boots it may have been, um, alligator.
1: Yes. Yeah. Boots, yep.
0: But, very strong you know jack slater vibe when i saw him and sitting down there he's sitting with his whole family eating oatmeal and i had brought um, some pictures that i wanted him to sign in case he was there Mm -hmm. so i drew a picture of code and the barbarian and uh, douglas quaid from total recall awesome and i asked a, a, a waitress if she wouldn't mind if she brought my pictures over To Arnold, so that he could uh, sign one, sign them both, and maybe you know I'd be able to keep one. He could keep one, sure. And and she's like, "Oh, well, Arnold likes to meet his fans, so you know he would rather prefer you go over there." And I was like really surprised to hear that because you know um, you hear things about celebrities and like you know (laughs) they they want the privacy and everything. Sure. I I guess it was cool with Arnold at at his restaurant. So yeah, I muster up the courage and. I go over there and uh, it's kind of mousy to to him. I was like, "Excuse me, Arnold. You know, would you would you mind?" <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, "He's like, excuse me." So, <laughs> so then I spoke up and I'm like actually, uh, I spoke to Maria first because cause he was on on a call, and uh, and you know she asked what I uh, what I wanted and I said I got these pictures and she's like, "Yeah, hold on just a second. And his daughters. They were there, and they were coloring in a little coloring book. And they look up, and they're like, "Do you want to color with us?" And I was like, "No, no, I'm good." But you know, thank you so much. And I, I just <laughs> thought that was a really cute, precious moment right there with Arnold's kids asking that question. But yeah, when Arnold he he gets off the phone and uh, stops eating his blueberry oatmeal for a second, I, you know, I handed him my picture, and he's like, mm, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I love I love it with Arnold. It's very nice. That's,
1: <laughs> That's probably one of the few people I'd been a little nervous to meet. I mean, you know, because you don't want to ruin your impression yeah. of all of it. You know. <laughs> Right, right. Arnold's kind of, (laughs) with me, he's kind of above that uh, whole, like when the whole thing came out about the housemaid and the other kid, who cares? I didn't even care. He's the Terminator. I don't care. Right, right, right. You know? So, let me ask you this. Does that son ever interact with the other kids? I've never seen a picture of all of them.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. You know, like Arnold uh, is keeping up with that son, Joseph, Oh, and he's too. Is, you know, they work out together. Yeah. yeah they, they do. Uh, I know it's like Joseph is invited to, you know, movie premieres, and they hang out. They do bike rides together. But, yeah, good question. I, I don't really ever see them all together.
1: I I've, guess, I've uh, never seen, like, is it Christopher and, and Joseph? Yeah. I, I've never seen. I don't know. I You know, it's, it's strange. But that kid yeah, is I sure working just, out, though.
0: Yeah, Right.
1: So yeah, he looks good. I really yeah, hope he, he
0: takes over and becomes the next, you know, uh, action hero. Wouldn't that I be great? That's kind of his dream, and I would love that. It's another way to keep, you know, the Arnold fans going for decades, too.
1: He should change his name to Schwarzenegger. That might help. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Well, you. <laughs> I mean, it's like sometimes people don't want to use their last name because they want to make it on their own, but but let's face it. He looks exactly like a young Arnold. So yeah, everybody knows. And he's a bodybuilder. (laughs) I
1: mean, you know, make your name Schwarzenegger. It's your dad. Come on. Right. Right. So, uh, you interviewed Arnold on the set of T3. How did that come about? T3. Ooh,
0: how it goes way
1: back there. Yeah. Um,
0: so that's when I was just a a writer early on, on the Arnold fans. And, um, the guy who founded the page, he I guess he got the invitation for somebody to go out there and cover T uh, three, you know, be on the on the movie set because at about that time they were taking a lot of notice on um you know the stories we were putting out there and we right. were becoming already at that time like the number one Arnold Schwarzenegger news um, you know website, so yeah we we started uh, getting. Uh, you know, word from studios and, um, we're like, yeah, come on out and cover this. And, you know, we were like kind of the, uh, the voice of, of Schwarzenegger fans, the the, the ultimate, you know, community. So that was very cool. And we got to see some really neat sets, like, um, the, the bathroom scene where Arnold would, uh, you know, have the ultimate battle
1: there. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right.
0: (laughs) Right. So we saw Christina Loken, um, got to meet her, and uh, later, oh, so it was actually a couple of different occasions too. And one time, so that was the first time we saw the bathroom, and, and then also they brought us into the final room, where we see, um, you know, we're at the end of T three, where John Connor is in the bunker.
1: Yeah, the big magnet it, thing and the helicopter yeah. crashes in and all that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. So, and then he ends up in the room where he says like. You know, he's the last mm-hmm. uh, survivor of mm-hmm. John Connor. And there's
1: um, radio so we traffic in, or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. We were brought into that room, and it was it was huge and it's fully you know decorated, and they wanted us to guess what that room was, and we were all way off. So I'm glad it was still a big surprise. You know, at the end of P3, when we realized it was kind of like this bunker, we we, we were hearing like all kinds of like time travel stories and <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. didn't know what to expect so, filming of the cemetery scene so we were there actually watching arnold carry a coffin on his shoulder and shoot down a bunch of police officers
1: no way and that was like
0: very loud and it was a very neat scene because uh of course arnold can carry you know Oh, a coffin God. on a shoulder easily, but, you know, just in case something went wrong, they they uh, had this crane uh, hold up the coffin. So this massive crane is like over him and like, you know, it's on wires and on one take, the the coffin gets very, very wobbly and almost like falls <laughs> down. But it was, that was a very neat, interesting, you know, thing to watch.
1: I've never <laughs> heard that. I always thought it was balsa wood or something and he's just carrying the thing yeah no, it was yeah, it was on wires. I guess was the same crane used to let Christiana jump over on top of the limo?
0: yeah, possibly it was like filmed in that same area.
1: That's pretty cool. What do you
0: think of that movie?
1: Uh, you T3 know hold
0: up to you or
1: yeah, I you know, I love Arnold, but for me, <laughs> after true lies, nothing ever really come up to that level. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. it's just, you know, I just, I worship all the other ones. We'll watch them endlessly, but there's some of them like six day and there's some of them that's just very, it's just, it's just not on the level of.
0: Yeah. Right. They where were um, it very been. early on, like, like a plus films. And, and I think, um, for me, Eraser was the last one that was just like over the top. Fantastic action!
1: Yeah, that was a you good know, one. was
0: like seeing Arnold do his thing, just kicking so much ass, the, and that. Uh, and you know, th- there's been great moments of of movies after that, but uh but nothing on on that level.
1: T three felt like you ordered time. Terminator on Wish. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> right, right. Too
1: many jokes. I mean, talk to the oh, hand oh, and the sunglasses. Oh, Take all that crap oh, right. out. You know.
0: Yeah. And, and then i I'm, be okay with just the sunglasses, but the talk to the hand thing is just so wrong. Just and, don't and do that. And just like even cringy at that time too. Like.
1: <laughs> but you know, <laughs> Randy, you know, what's worse is the way that movie ends. What I can't understand is like when they've made Genesis and they made this dark fate, they basically took the pattern of T3 and just made him two more times. He always loses an arm. He always gets his face scratched up. He always ends up against some magnet machine. <laughs> it's like blowing up the Death Star ten times in Star Wars. I mean, right. come on. You know?
0: <laughs> it's like it's like the Jason movies. Like yeah. Terminator in Manhattan or the Terminator in Sphinx. <laughs> they did mix it up, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, I love Arnold, but, and it's not his fault. I mean, he didn't write the thing or whatever, but yeah, right, still, right. come on, guy. <laughs> it, the thing is, you and I both know that the right person with the right ideas could have made things after T3 or whatever good. Right. You yeah. know, I mean. Right, right. It can be done. I mean, Sloan has honestly had a few good ones, you know. Here, the, the Expendable stuff, and mm-hmm. you yeah. know, I mean, he's been able to make uh, the fourth Rambo is excellent. You know,
0: was that the one that just came out?
1: No, that one's or, not too good. No, 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 no. The, that, no. the one in no, Cambodia no, exactly. or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, that that one is excellent.
1: That one's I like excellent. yeah one, one, four,
0: and two in that order are my favorite. I oh, yeah. films for sure
1: so tell me about arnold was hesitant about making sequels correct there, there was there's no commando 2 uh and, and there was a long time in between a terminator sequel what was the deal on that why was he scared of it
0: <laughs> i don't know um I mean, what the deal was there it, it, but as far as commando 2 wasn't that uh Die Hard? <laughs>
1: yeah, I think I've heard be, it was yeah. rewritten and became Die Hard. Um, yeah. I'd always heard then, that he was disillusioned with the box office with Conan the Destroyer. And that he didn't, after that sequels, he just wasn't interested.
0: Huh, that could be. But who directed that? Because that's definitely not the John Milius, uh caliber director.
1: No, so, I can't remember who directed that one, but you could tell so by like that time. They're like, let's make He-Man. You know, let's make something yeah. the kids can go to. I love the movie, but it's not the yeah. violent, like, huge epic of the first one.
0: Like, I know he's not against sequels, and he would have done another Predator, and he's getting scripts, but he's like, they're they're not right for him. They're like cameos, and he's like, surprised, Like, why is it that? i got written it in some cameo like screw that i'm not taking part in it and, and good for him like he should be the main lead if they do another one is but, it you know, funny yeah i'll tell you what you What's know what that? i'm looking forward to is uh his next netflix you know spy series because i think that one is going to be big
1: is it based on That's true
0: lies be, it is a kind of a parody i suppose it's action comedy but definitely inspired by true lies it's, it's got basically the same story except instead of his wife not knowing it's his daughter you know and they're both spies so ah. it's like kind of a wink you know it's a wink to the fans going like look you, you know what this is and i think tom arnold might even be <laughs> guest starring in it they haven't made that official announcement but i think so because tom Ar- arnold has been spotted out there sometimes like around the set Ah,
1: I bet that's going to happen.
0: Yeah. And and I could easily see like some sneaked in Jamie Lee Curtis cameo.
1: It's better than doing like a red Sonya sequel or something like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For sure.
1: Arnold himself says that when my kids would get in trouble, I would make them go to the room and watch red (laughs) Sonya.
0: (laughs) <laughs> that is rough
1: yeah that's pretty rough so no, i've
0: always had a thing against the three r's which is red Sonia, raw deal and red heat some people really like those but uh man, i like
1: red heat make me snooze yeah oh i, I love red heat the other ones uh, raw deal and all that i, I don't know yeah <laughs> not all that now arnold owns yeah, his yeah. own tank can you tell us about that
0: yeah, that's the tank he drove when he was part of the Austrian army, and uh, and he, he <laughs> I heard some good stories. Like you probably read the, the biography where he he drove it into a ditch, or he go, he drove it through a, a wall on accident, and all this stuff. But I guess uh, yeah, it was still in well enough condition where he had it uh, shipped over to the US. You know, like thirty. 25 years ago or something like that and it was like brought outside of a planet hollywood and i think um he made that deal with planet hollywood just so that they could cover the shipping you know which must have been oh, a million yeah. dollars or something right.
1: like that yeah probably
0: <laughs> but then uh when planet hollywood closed that was the columbus ohio location and he's like, Well, I got my take here in the US after all, so it all worked out and and he still gets it. it still works. He'll still drive it around on special occasions and uh take people for a ride if they won some kind of, you know, charity auction.
1: That is so I, cool. I got
0: to go on it myself. I didn't get to drive in it, but I was able to stand on it for some pictures and that was that was really cool.
1: Yeah, it's kept out there at, what, the Value A. Brothers Ranch? I've been there before, but yeah. I, did, I didn't know his tank was there at the time.
0: Oh, bummer. So do you think it was there?
1: Oh, did I'm sure learned? it probably was. I just wasn't aware. <laughs> you know, I'm a big yeah. Dukes of Hazzard fan. They built most of the General Lees for the Dukes of Hazzard. And they still have a lot of parts and roofs and doors that came off the original General Lee's, but they're mostly known for military vehicles used in films. And I just didn't know Arnold's tank was kept there at the time. Oh, yeah. You know,
0: And last time I went there, they um, showed me a cabin on the grounds as well. and, And I didn't know, but they're like, yeah, that's Arnold's personal cabin. And I guess like he hangs, he brings some guests in there and has, you know, a couple shots of schnapps or whatever.
1: Why doesn't he ask me and you to go? I mean, come on. <laughs> I know, right? Obviously, there's got to be some valuable Schwarzenegger memorabilia out there. What is out there that's like really collectible or held its value on eBay or, or toys oh, or man. whatnot?
0: Well, I got to say, it's the Christmas time of year, so we should talk Turbo Man. Sure. And uh, the Turbo Man doll, that...
1: Continues to
0: go up. Now, I was surprised that the value is maintaining because just last year, Funko, they put out the same mold and everything of that Turbo Band doll. That, that came out originally in uh, 96, right? hmm Yeah. And so it was like a Walmart exclusive. Well, now Funko just made a deal with Walmart where they would put their version out last year and everybody went out and bought that. And I'm like, well, if it's that easy to get, what's going to happen to the original's value? But it's still fine. It's still hanging in there, you know, over $300 or something. Oh, wow. That's a that's a great, you know, action figure to have. Um, now, speaking of Turbo Man also, you, I don't know if you know, but I was just um, dressing up like Turbo Man myself. I got my own custom outfit.
1: That's so cool. And I helped
0: Arnold, like, hand out the toys to the inner city kids you know kids kids in need uh poor families we all you know can't afford kids and
1: so we're all out there well, i'm sure Just arnold appreciates that big time Heck like, yeah so it was cool because like we stand up
0: on stage at one point and and i'm standing like towards the back of the stage while, while arnold was in the front you know gotta let him do his say get all the spotlight and he's uh he's talking to the crowds, he's on the microphone and he's thanking you know, people for being there, like Danny Trejo, great guy, great guy. And, uh, some other people, you know, and he's like, and special thanks to the turbo man. We got turbo man here. And he, and he calls me up and I come <laughs> like, walking over and he's like patting me on the back and, you know, let me, he's giving me a shout out, which I thought was really, really cool. And I thought, yes. oh, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. Right. No, but then, uh, a little bit later like an hour later after he's like handing out all the toys on his way out he goes oh uh you know we should make a special like video and i didn't know who, who he was even talking to like what you and who And he's like you know turbo man Tur- turbo man and arnold uh they did we did this uh video where i <laughs> thought it was gonna be so a, a few years back arnold did a video with me there." And he just goes, um, "Look who I ran into! It's Turbo Man!" Yeah. and he kind of gives me like a little, like little, little hug, right? And it's a great little like twenty second, maybe ten second video, and, I, and that was amazing.
1: Dude, but but that's this
0: time, awesome. we did it again, and I wasn't expecting it, but he was talking for like over a minute, you know. Um, and I'm standing right next to him, and we're like side by side, and it's almost like a little movie you know and it feels like i'm in this jingle all the way sequel
1: (laughs) is he holding his phone uh, or how are we doing this
0: uh his assistant is uh recording so
1: i guess the assistant
0: suggested it to arnold that we do that you know we all do this and he's like, (laughs) yeah totally you know with with randy we got to do this (laughs) so uh yeah he's got a great little background of the uh the miracle on first street toy giveaway back there in the tree behind us and, and Arnold's talk. And I feel like I'm almost going to faint, you know, if I'm like, I couldn't believe, cause I don't know like what Arnold's going to say to me, put me on the spot sure. or whatever, <laughs> but but I was taking it in, man. And it felt good.
1: Dude, that's the easiest way to be 10 year old again for just a minute, huh? Right. Is that, is right. that not cool? I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the, that's the coolest. So tell me about is Arnold's all-star after school all stars is that still pretty active again can you tell the listeners what that is
0: yeah that's uh so it's arnold's charity he's involved with and it's uh after school all stars therefore uh after school programs to it's to keep kids you know off the streets after school hours when like it's the most dangerous time for kids without families without you know they don't really have anywhere to go that Instead of um, these kids getting into trouble after hours, it, it's, uh, it's a location, a community center, where they could all go to and participate in sports or do some kind of, you know, creative art, music, or whatever like that. And, you yeah, know, that sounds like a really cool you know, organization there. I'm glad he's a part of that.
1: That's fantastic. He, he is really big on giving back to the community. You always see him, like, out feeding homeless people and... Doing Thanksgiving dinners and uh, paying for all—I yeah. mean, the guy's incredible.
0: Yeah, every year he's passing out like you know hundreds of turkeys to homeless people. That's something he's he's never skipped on. I think.
1: No, I think, uh, he and, and he decades. serves it himself. Yeah, and he he never misses it. Uh, I, I think right. even during COVID, he was out there. You know, he wasn't gonna miss it. I mean, the guys, the guys—he <laughs> really is action star in real life. You know, it's not just the movies. Right. Hey, uh, I wonder if I could ask you a couple of questions that may be the casual fan. Cause our listeners, you're 51. I'm 49. Our listeners are in that range. So they know what we're talking about, but maybe there's some little details that you and I would know about that, that maybe they haven't noticed. So tell us mm-hmm. what's an Arnold Seiko. <laughs>
0: You love these Arnold watches now, don't you? Oh, of course I do. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, is this the, uh, I believe it's the Commando watch?
1: Yeah, actually. I, you know,
0: you're a big Commando guy.
1: Oh, so. I love Commando. But I don't know the model number. They just released it. But Arnold famously wore his own watch in Predator and Commando uh, numerous of those movies that we love, not Conan, obviously. So, don't
0: you have to be like a um, watch aficionado to to know the brand? Because you don't really like see it up close. Does it say the title like the brand of the watch when he does the close ups?
1: Well, okay.
0: There's that scene in Commando where he's like, "Okay, he's got to look at his watch to see how many." That's hours a prop, to though.
1: You know, to kill his daughter, Jenny. That's right. right. We land in 11 hours, so the close-up is a prop that was made by the studios using the inside of a totally different watch, so that they could have the okay. countdown thing in it. And in all oh. the wide shots, it's his personal Seiko. It's like a HK something five five six something like that, but. And 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 the model is out there and they just released them. But it's interesting that Arnold always wore the same watch in all of those films. It's just like his personal <laughs> thing, you know. Right. Now right. are you familiar yep. with Valverde? Now, let's see. We've spoken before and
0: I think you have said you've quizzed me on this. Let me see <laughs> if I can remember. Now, it, now I know it's uh, the island. That they bring up in uh, Commando, but but I think you said they use the name a couple times, and it's a yeah. made up. It's place. a made yeah. up.
1: So the island in Commando is is just some island. The country that Aryus wants to throw over the power and take back control of is Valverde. But so also uh-huh. like in Predator, the country they go into is Valverde. And then since Joel Silver was like a producer on all of these movies, when the dictator in Die Hard 2, remember the, the shutdown, the airport thing, and they're bringing yeah. the dictator in on that airplane, and he's being guarded. That guy is the dictator of Valverde. <laughs> so it's nice. like they have worked it into a lot of the action films of the 80s, and it's completely fictional. It's just kind of a <laughs> so fun thing, you know uh now have you been to the museum arnold's house is a is a museum right in in austria
0: yeah you would think that i have i I feel like such a failure of an arnold fan but (laughs) it's a lot of money it's a lot of money to get out to europe right
1: yeah we need to (laughs) go we should go
0: yeah that. you know what i actually might be going this year really um what month was oh we want to go for arnold's birthday that's right so july so if that does happen i'm going to tell you about all the details if i do go because that that's the dream right there like to finally go to see you know where he was born and raised
1: oh that'd be all these
0: like cool props and like the workout equipment that he had used i mean an arnold schwarzenegger museum come on like
1: get yeah. over there we gotta see that we got to <laughs> we understand got to. that a fan has built the will of pain the thing that creates yeah. conan in the first film is that true
0: yeah i got a friend uh from spain his name's sam and he i he sent me like a picture of it completed just <laughs> wow. out of the blue like by the way, here's my Will of and it's <laughs> not only recreated, he has the guts that in entered uh, main parts of the Will of are the official like, gears and parts of the real Will of that he went out and found no in the dirt way. that was left behind. A lot of it was kind of burnt, you know. in and- No way! just yeah he he sent me pictures of him excavating and unearthing these massive like parts and he had sent me um some of the actual like rope that goes um, battery's about to die but um That's yeah the incredible. rope that goes around <laughs> and so i i've got the rope on display next to my um conan the barbarian signed you know sword and it definitely like highlights it it's it's, it's fantastic
1: <laughs> that is awesome randy jennings thank you so much for being on guatney unplugged we'll be back